Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's 2024. You're not supposed to ask about a man's quaff. It's not appropriate. Oh. Oh. Even if they're impressive quaffs, you, you, you can't ask about them. I mean, you can. Look, you can, you can do anything. I'm just telling you what's socially acceptable. <laughs> Got it. I'm going to be outcast here soon uh, from, I guess, men in general, if I continue to ask about their quaffs. Dude, I can I? Okay, now I know, and I've, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to do this to you, Chris. Mm-hmm. But I get complimented on my hair quite often. And I'm not trying to sound braggadocious. Okay. I actually think it's weird. Like, it's to the point where... Okay. No, no, okay. no. I, I stop. Just... No, don't even Look at start. my full head of hair. Katie. Get in there, Katie. No. Get in there. And see, that's why I tried to... No. Here's the I'm going to mute all your microphones. Listen to me. I tried to preface it by saying, <laughs> I know what you're going to say, that what this sounds like. But actually, and because I've got a point to make and a question to ask of my friends. Can I get there? Or, can, or you want to rip me apart before I get I'm there? I'm not going to rip you. But I was going to validate what you're saying. I have seen it happen more than anyone other than Mrs. Davern, I presume. Yeah. I have seen gentlemen <laughs> yeah. make comments on your hair. That's what I was going to say. It always comes from dudes. And I get a compliment in a way, and this is the question I have for you guys. I get a compliment in a way that makes me feel like they're joking around. I always kind of take it. Like they always say like, hey, man, that is some. That is some great hair. And I go, what? Uh, oh, uh, thanks. Wait, are you, are you making fun of me? Wait, what? And then I always go, wait, are they making fun of me? No, and then people just, go, no, I think they're being serious. And then I go, that's just something you should talk about with a therapist. Like, that's really? just you not being able to take a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they are complimenting that. Yes. Is that what you're saying? They're really saying, Oh, yeah, God, I... now stop. Oh, God. Here we go. And he acts surprised every single time. What? Me? Can oh, we mute oh, his me? microphone? Uh, huh? No, he has oh, all the buttons. Me? Smart. <laughs> well, anyway, what were we talking about coming on the air, though? I wanted to... It, wanted Uber to, ratings. Oh, 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 yeah. Do you know your Uber rating? Chris, do you know your Uber score? I don't want to talk about it. Oh. What I happened? I mean, it's so frustrating to me because I tip every time. I feel like I'm a great guy. I'm in the backseat chopping it up with you every single time. No, and no. then I look over at my rating, and it's like a freaking 4.7 or 4.6. I'm like, why can't I break the 4.8? No, it's because you're nine. talking. You're you're an Uber talker. Well, I mean, I don't initiate it every time, but sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. I gotta feel it. You feel it out. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, okay. The way we Are got you on this, this down. No, I'm checking. I'm trying to check my Uber like, score, but I opened up Uber uh, and it's asking me to rate and tip the last guy who drove me. So now I'm having to make decisions. <laughs> See, I always do that. Oh man, I rate Chris does it right away too. Poor Guillermo. He's You're been so waiting. Yes, I do. Guillermo's been waiting for like three or four days, too. I really should start with tens of needles. I have one, too. I don't oh. remember taking this ride. Sorry. Guillermo's thinking should about we that all tip guy our with last that got into his car. Okay, I have to submit before I can even find my... Well, the reason we brought this up is because we were all wondering, can the driver see what you rate them and what you tip them individually because people always say, well, I gave the guy five stars because I want them to give me three stars. But that'd be an insane system if we can both see what we're getting scored all the time. Yeah. That's that's not how the system works. You're supposed to rate them how the ride was. Yeah. 
this, what's wrong with everything out there right now? Everybody wants to just stay at five stars or be at five stars automatically. Oh, I gave you five stars, so I get five stars. The world I want to live is it is where I get driven by a 2.78 because they're an actual 2.78. Which, by the way, would be fine it? with me. Yes! I want... Listen, if I see a B on the window of your restaurant, it's up to me whether to come in or not. But if I know you gave them an A because you thought they'd give you an A, then that's not really an A, is it, Mr. Stanford? <laughs> well, we had inflated grades anyway to, you know, to help us. Uh, well, Timberlake was there. So I can't really speak to that. Weren't you there with Timberlake or whoever he played on the Facebook oh, movie? Yeah. Five stars. Legit. Huh? You're at five? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, That's Parker. a full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, see, this is the problem. No. That's a bullshit rating. What? No, I, I worked hard for that. I recovered. I had a puke incident in the car and the cleaning it. And wow. They charged me for it. It wasn't my puke. Oh. See, but if they can see what you're scoring them, then that's a BS rating. If they can't see what you're scoring them, then we know Ryan's the greatest guy ever, right? I, There's no way they can see what you I what rarely you do. rate a driver, so... Feel like they see more than we think they do, but I mean, if I can get five stars. Well, okay. Ratings are anonymous. You won't see individual ratings tied to a particular trip or person. So they won't. The driver won't. Cor oh, sorry. Yes, correct. And then conversely, we can't see what they rate us. Correct. It, we just see the overall score. Yes. What about the tip? Can, do they see individually who tips them or not? Mm. I, there can't be because yeah. I think no. so. Yes, I think so. Yes. I've been I've been thanked for a tip. They yeah. I've I've had someone thank me for the tip. For the pre-tip. So I know they see it. Wait, thank you for the tip because you, you got picked up by the same driver again later. Chris, you got thanked for the tip. That was something else, dude. No, okay. <laughs> Family show. Hey now, my mom is probably listening. But uh, come on, I'm actually curious. Hey. Wait a second, Chris. Yes, no. Like I will up. I will tip a driver, and then like 30 seconds later, I get a message in my email saying so and so thanked you for the tip. So drivers, they saw that I gave them an extra three bucks. Drivers are like able that. to see the tip they receive on the tip receipt, but will not see the individual's name or photo. Right. So you get a text because it, the driver gets a thing that says, ding, you got a tip. Would you like to thank the passenger yeah. probably? And then Chris gets a thing that says, you know, Guillermo got your tip. He appreciates yes. it. But it's got to be all anonymous. Obviously, the driver would know it's you if you had just gotten out 30 seconds later. But right now, my – well, I'm using the same name. Guillermo, my Guillermo from yeah. four days ago, yeah. he has no idea Your who Guillermo. that tip just came from because it's four days ago. Correct. He just knows he got a tip. Okay, so and everyone can stop there. with the stressing that everyone knows everything. Nobody knows anything. That's true in most things. Really? Well, that's totally different then. <laughs> I've been sitting here trying to please everybody. What about Uber? Oh, <laughs> no, wrong show. Off oh, to a good start. <laughs> Hold on. Wow. I know what I'm going to rate you. Yeah, I'm rated oh, three, no. a three star. Yeah, there so goes far. our rating. Oh. <laughs> you know what it is? Just, just pick say any theme song. Say it again and then hit the theme song. Yeah, but you, nobody better fix this in post. If, oh, no, if I'm I hear it. this, no, 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 no fixing. Clean it up. There's no fixing. <laughs> Clean it up. Say it. Somebody. Release the show. Please. For the love of hockey. <laughs> I was really hoping that was another theme song. Don't worry. We'll talk hockey. I promise. What's cracking? What's cracking? Maybe. We cracking. We cracking. We dipping. We diving. We sliding. We slapping. Hockey in Seattle. Boy, we all about the action. Release the show. Release the show. Yo, uh, 
you know, the way the team is playing lately, we should be talking hockey. But also, the way the team is playing lately, without us talking hockey, maybe we should keep not talking hockey. Either way, welcome to your favorite <laughs> Kraken Hockey Podcast. It's released the show. Brett, Ryan, Chris, producer Katie, hanging out with you guys. Um, thank you to our sponsor, Wiener Schnitzel, for all of their support. Two locations, Western Washington, Everett, Fife. Go on in, grab a chili dog, a corn dog. I, I, I probably bring it up every time, but the corn dog is the one that every time I see a picture of it from Wiener Schnitzel or every time I think about it from Wiener Schnitzel, I can taste it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a corn mm-hmm. dog is just one of those things you can smell, taste. Mm-hmm. It's got the texture, the crunchification. What's your dip? <sighs> What's your dip for the corn dog? Now, now there's a question. You know, I, when I was a younger man, Ryan, I was condiment loyal all the way through whatever I was eating. But in my older age, especially with the dunkables and, and Lord knows a corn dog is dunkable. I go a little around the world to get maybe two or three different sauces and kind of keep it saucy all the way throughout. So I might start with the mustard because that's the OG. Never ketchup, by the way, hashtag never ketchup. But I start with mustard, which is the OG, and then I I work. I might even work through some barbecue sauce, actually. That could be the move. But because you know, corn, corn, oh, the cornbread and the, oh, and the hot dog and the barbecue sauce. But then because I'm at Wiener Schnitzel, I got to get some of the chili sauce too. Of course, pro tip. Chris? You're dunking your corn dog in the chili. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a revelation. You guys don't do that. Chili, chili dunkers, come on. You got to be oh. a chili dunker. I'm a chili dunker from way back. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Pro tip: wow. you get a fork, you can scoop some of that up. Just place it right on that bite you just took. Run to Wiener Schnitzel, Chris. Uh, what what's the condiment you going with? I don't. Well. I'm still kind of shocked that you said never ketchup, never, ever, ever. No, I never so ketchup. Questions. I want to know if you if you ever eat a tomato in your life or in any other. Love form. a tomato, but but secondly, really, what I'm taking from this is that you're you've become less loyal in your old age. Is basically what I'm hearing. That's true. You were condiment loyal, and now you're losing loyalty as you grow older. That's, Life's too maybe short. Maybe that's for your therapist again. Life's too that's short. Now, Life's too short. You got to listen. That could be that could be your, you never you know, wise man once said, Chris, you never know when it's your last corn dog. So, yeah, you know, you might as well go around the world on it. That's all I'm saying. And chili dunkers. Whoa. Well, wait a second. Chris, are you a ketchup corn dog dunker? Well, not a, not necessarily a full dunk. I mean, yes, I do eat eat ketchup. I, I will I will get it on, I love on a ketchup bite. Too, I'm not but just dunking it. Ketchup only on the corn right. dog. Yeah, I'm doing ketchup. I'll do mustard too. I'm just not no ketchup, but I'll do both ketchup and mustard. Now this chili dog and things new to me, I, but I love it. I haven't heard of this. But well, I only from it. Wiener Schnitzel because the chili dog or the chili sauce is the yeah. best. But wait a second, I'm, I want to get you on the record on this. If we were at a corn dog place, we yeah. called Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there a chance that you would go only ketchup all the way through a corn dog? Yeah. Depends on my mood that day and what it, what I'm feeling. What I'm right. feeling in the moment, no, whether that's, that's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, whether I didn't get much sleep the night before, yeah. like whatever it may be, that day it'll come to me what I'm doing with the corn dog. Okay. No, and that's which fine. sauce and how much. I'll allow it. I'm disappointed, but I'll allow it. 
I mean, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah. Catch up all the way through, everybody. baby. Wiener schnitzel, everybody. I'll allow it. Uh, go on and mention take. Uh, no, not uh, release the show. Thank you, Judge. And you get a free ice cream cone if you mention Take Twelve, the football podcast. You get a free hot dog uh, with any other purchase. So you got to purchase something first, but then hey, treat yourself. Uh, courtesy of release the show, and thank you to our friends at Wiener Schnitzel. All right, guys, uh, to the ice we go. Um, now, careful, yeah. tread lightly. Uh, but also, maybe don't tread so lightly because we took them to task. During the losing streak, we had fun with it, saying that Chris was going to go skinny dipping. Then we really got hot and yelled at them, and we know they listened to the show. And boy, they got their act Mm -hmm. together, and they continue to play good hockey. And so, Ryan, let's talk a little bit of hockey. Okay. Where do you want to start? (laughs) (laughs) Well, how you feeling, man? I mean, (laughs) enlighten us on what's been going on lately with the team, and then how you feel about like obviously the product they're putting on the ice. Well, it was definitely fun watching them again, and and yes, being in it every game and getting those wins. I actually feel a little relieved that they got the loss because like we can take a step back and and kind of reset a little bit. Um, Not not too happy about all the injuries and and where that's kind of heading. Um, but we have another start to, to have another, you know, win streak start. Yeah. Well, the point streak alone though, too, I mean, not just wins in a row, oh, but absolutely. points in the NHL and I'm learning that and have been learning that over the last few seasons. I mean, you know, that's what it's all about, but in terms of, okay, so a couple injuries, fine. But in terms of how they're playing and, and just sort of like the, the level, like you said, they're fun to watch again. Yep. Chris. Yo, you know, you and I didn't really grow up with a hockey team. Ryan grew up his life all about hockey. The only hockey I knew was Mighty Ducks, and I won't go on a lot of Mighty Ducks rants. But the central theme of Mighty Ducks is that <laughs> now he won't is that they need to just be having fun, right? And I didn't realize that. I guess with hockey, you do just kind of need to be having fun. I didn't. I thought that was just some sort of Disney movie thing. No, the the best teams are the ones that can kind of. And we've talked about this before. It, it, it is the, the locker room guys. It's the guys um, that are not necessarily contributing on the ice that kind of make that team. And when you get everybody together and on that same page, their win songs are ridiculous. When in the locker room after the after a game that they win, they're playing anything. It's it's it could be old school. It could be techno. It could be whatever. They just throw something on there. It's always silly. They're wearing shirts with people's faces on yeah. it. They're wearing other people's clothing. They have inside sayings. That's the kind of stuff that makes that makes a hockey team because you're you're together so much uh-huh. every single day with these guys and, and to be able to play for your your teammates and 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 it, it's get that closeness is where you come from. Well, you see these guys in the tunnel though. Who is the guy who's leading the charge on all of this kind of stuff? Like you you can tell who who the who's the straw that stirs the drink. So here's the thing that. There's not one player that I can pick out because... Well, give it, us a couple names then. Who are the guys? I want to know names. I, Ryan, name names. Okay. I want to well, get some credit. You get away with this. Who is it? That's what you got the access for. You got to take us behind the scenes there. Like, is done... What's done like? You know what I mean? Sure. No, they're all they're all pretty loose, right? Actually, right now, it's, it starts with Joey Decord. He's, okay. he's sort of um, keeping some of these traditions alive. And, and again... His success breeds other people to um, to kind of get at his level as far as again right. w- wearing wearing these like team issued shirts that that has become its own thing now. So uh, you think he started that, or I mean, he started that? He didn't. He didn't start it, but he's the one kind of kind of taking it on. Yeah, taking um, it, running with um, it. Even guys like uh, like Eberly will b- 
will be the first one with the football outside. Mm-hmm. They're all they're always kind of doing something a little bit extra um, in the locker room. We actually don't get the room is only open for a certain amount of time, right? So so behind closed doors is when that stuff starts to starts to really happen. You got a little taste of that during the the reality show from the Winter Classic. You can kind of see some of those personalities come out. Um, but but again, this is the. The, the team aspect that I was talking about. I think, okay, I like that you said Joey Decord, and that right away makes me think of his time at the Arizona schools, Chris. And you and I know, and Ryan, you know, like being mm. Pac-12 fans, those Arizona schools, they like to party, and especially the Sun Devils. And Our guy was a Sun Devil, and so if anyone knows how to party, it's going to be a Sun Devil. So it stands to reason that he'd be responsible for this party-like energetic atmosphere, eh, Chris? <laughs> Well, you know what i i can't I can't argue with the with the Arizona angle. Yeah. I had some friends that went went to school down there, and <laughs> they know how to party. <laughs> but I do think yeah. that, um, yeah, I mean, they were teaching me. I, you know, I don't know. I'm a nerd, <laughs> um, and now I party too much, and it's at, probably out of control, and no one's helping me. No, but anyway, Chris, we're talking uh, about Joey Decord. Yes, that's right. Um, so Joy Decord, but no, I, I I just want to talk about because you mentioned like we didn't like grow up really you know following hockey and mm-hmm. with a professional team and anything. Ryan grew up playing and whatnot. Uh, I think that I'm beginning to realize, to your point, you know just how much of a grind because we sit here and talk about it, we watch it on TV, right. and then we go back to eating our corn dogs and things like that. But this <laughs> thing is like playing football or like rugby on yeah. ice, right yeah. on skates, yeah, and it's. 80 plus games, right? Something like that. I think 82, something like that. They are beating each other up. It is a rough sport. It's a long season. They're playing a back to back even this week. Mm-hmm. The one thing that can really help fuel you is if you're having freaking fun. Now, losing sucks. And so that's obviously why it can snowball and get out of hand and then nobody has any fun. But to all this about the shirt making and decor and everything like that, if you can stay together as a team and have fun, even in the ups and downs, even in that game losing streak or whatever, that's how you're going to succeed. I mean, I never really – I knew it was a rough sport, but I never knew it like that. Like, we're getting to see with all these injuries and everything just how rough it is that if you can stay positive and have fun, I mean, that's that's kind of the key ingredient. I think you nailed mind. it. I think you nailed it. I've never thought about it. I mean, really, you know, hockey players they and, and the whole sport in general probably suffers a bit from – being on ice and them wearing ice skates because it's it's beautiful the way that they can glide and you do sort of it's not that you don't think they're working hard but it's you don't think they're working as hard as we all know that they're working and so um yeah. it's interesting I, it's it's a sport too that like not a lot of people grow up playing i mean ryan you obviously did but it's cumbersome there's a lot of equipment it's you're at the earth uh sorry at the ice early there's early ice time i mean more kids are playing it now i think than ever before yep. which is great um, but it's just something that a lot of, at least Americans, don't grow up playing. Like, sure. I mean, everyone grows up at least playing on one t-ball team or a basketball team. There's a lot less things going on there, except a baseball. T- young baseball players, by the way, now they got all the equipment oh. though. It's ridiculous. Um, but anyway, um, so we can't all like sort of empathize or know what the players are going through. We're not all like really out there with them, and so in that way, so it's it's just I don't know. It's surprising to me to to. But also it makes sense what Chris is saying, but it, it's surprising to me that, to find out that it really matters that much. To, to be a hockey player, you really want to want it. Um, and again, back, back when you're growing up and you start playing, your ice times are six in the morning. 
because you, especially around Seattle, you, there's not a lot of rinks. There's not a lot of ice available. So the, the young kids get the early time slots. So Saturday, you're, you're at the rink at 530 getting dressed. You got a 6 a.m. practice, a, a 7 a.m. game. I mean, so it's, it's a whole family thing. Everybody's invested. Um, as you start as you start kind of uh, playing like rep hockey, stuff like that, your, your practices are, are out of school or late because we got other we got little kids. We got figure skaters. And then and then you get your ice time. So you're, you're also going to bed at 11 o'clock every night or 12 o'clock and getting ready to go to school the next morning. So you really want to want it. So um, going so you got to have fun while you're doing it. And that's, that, the thing. And, and that's where the fun part yeah. comes in, right? It because can't be it, a grind. It, it, it does suck. Because so, it already is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, when you get down into the, the dog days of winter, if that's a thing, like when you kind of get into the season where you're playing back-to-backs and, and it's starting to get long and you're on these long road trips, the last thing you want to do is go to the rink and, and lose. So having these other things that you can kind of look forward to um, and, and outside of the game, that's where you can start to succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's going well right now. I mean, how long does it last? And then, and then what's this, what's our outlook right now? I mean, I'm trying to hear, I was just getting into it here. Um, I mean, you know, so, so, you know, let's see. Hold on. Sorry. The internet's taking a second. Uh, 47 points. I mean, they're tied with the Oilers. Um, you know, they're looking up at the Kings uh, only three points. Look, the Kings have got 50 points. We've got 47 points, and the Kings are sitting in that three spot. I think that's the spot we should be eyeing going into the playoffs. And I think if you're, you know, I, I don't have an exact how many games are left in front of me or anything, but, like, if you're doing the major league, like, you know, trying to on the, get on that streak going into the playoffs yep. and you're taking the pieces off yep. of that uh, cardboard cutout. Off of Ron Francis? <laughs> Dude, it's. It, I think the goal is the three seed here, and if the Knights or the Canucks stumble a little bit, you'll be right there. But you know they they seem to kind of have those two spots in hand. I think the the top two spots at least. The good thing about the Kings is they're kind of on the decline. They had a really really hot start, and now they can't. I mean they got a win last last couple of days, but it seems like they're struggling more than they should, which is a good opportunity for us. Yeah, we're only three three points behind the Kings, and right now we're tied for the last wild card spot. So we are in a really good position. I think this game coming up tonight um, on Tuesday versus the Rangers, they're in first place. This could be uh, one of those statement games. And I know we just came off of a, of a huge win streak. And, uh-huh. and again, we should be flying high, but we're, we're hurt. We got five guys that are hurt right now. So this could be uh, a really yeah. good chance for some of these guys on the fourth line to really step up, take this as an opportunity to get some, some ice and some looks. Um, if we can get a win and steal one out of the, from the Rangers, I think we'll be uh, sitting pretty coming into a, uh, you know, the playoff push here. Well, it's, it's the Oilers though. I mean, the Oilers are 10 and 0 in their last 10. <laughs> they did what we couldn't do. The oil. I mean, everyone was beating the spot. Well, it's kind of funny because everyone was beating the Oilers at the beginning of the season and then they'd kind of crop up and have like an amazing game. But, but now they're streaking. They're kind of like the Kraken, aren't they? Like they're a little ugly yeah. to start and nobody knows what really is going on, but they've hit their stride lately. I mean, that's the fun race to watch, I think, as this season, uh, you know, kind of not we winds play down, Thursday, but like right? ramps I mean, up, really. Game. That's what yep. I was going to say. Because, yeah, so we got Rangers, then Oilers next. Yep. And I think it's Kraken v. Oilers, not just in this game coming up, but just down the stretch here. That's the race to watch, isn't it? Absolutely. And that's why I said, if we, if we get a steal a win tonight, go into Edmonton playing, you know, riding that momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We are, we are looking... Um, a really favorable position to, to get going here for the rest of the year. Um, 
Oilers are tough, though. I mean, they, they do have those pieces, and they are starting to connect, and, and they're, they're a fun team to watch as well. I'm scanning the schedule. Yeah, I, I see them. I, we had two more with them. There might be one I'm missing, but I think we got – with them, we only got this one coming up and then one more. So got to take care of business both times, I think. Let's go. Uh, Chris, go so ahead. I'm thinking, like, probability, odds. I don't know. I think I'm with your first point there. That I, the, the, the Oilers might be streaking away from us. We might be needing someone to fall for us uh, versus being able to catch them. We'll see. We'll see how things go. But I, I think, yeah – Either we're looking at that last wild card or if we can just put a curse on the Kings uh, and have them continue to fall so we can move up there. But I don't know. The Oilers, uh, as you said, Ryan, they got the pieces yep. and everyone expected them to just be a cup favorite this year. So they were everyone was shocked when they were doing so terribly. If they've put it together, I don't know if we catch them. I think we hope the Kings sort of stumble and we continue to kind of not have any roller coaster swings, losing eight, winning nine, losing eight. I can't handle that roller coaster ride. Let's just kind of get even keel here a little bit, right? Well, it's, yeah. Oh, totally. I agree. Um, it, you know, interestingly enough, the Kraken have played four more games than the Oilers at this point, which seems like a lot. So we're tied with them, but they've only played 39 games. We played 43. Um, isn't it weird, though, for all of our complaining and moaning about the Kraken this season so far? You look at the standings. Yeah, I mean, last year they were the last team to make it in, right. and we we thought, oh, they're playing, you know, out of their minds, and they were. This season, we, you know, if you just, if, if you just like the last few weeks with standing, like it was terrible, but you look up, there they are, higher than they've been right <laughs> before. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm feeling pretty good that you know they gotta they gotta clean it up because they just lost to the Penguins. You know, it wasn't good. So they got to clean that up, but let's see what happens here. You saw that in that Pickens game, you did see glimpses of of what they should be doing. Now they were really outshot in the first period, so they sh they should have get get some more shots. And that's you know that's a product of of having guys injured. But when Maddie Beneers and the, the game before got hit, and Vince Dunn stepped up and 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 without hesitation yes. went in, <laughs> took care of business, and 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 fought him. Again, that is what we were talking about in the beginning of the year of, of we need a little bit more grit. We need guys stepping up. Yeah. That is a prime example of that, and that should carry us into these games where we're not playing as well or we don't have the, the guys um, on the roster that are, you know, the guys that are injured. And we, we have these guys stepping up and coming in from Coachella Valley. It's stuff like that is going to, to buy us some time until we get back on these winning streaks. Who do you like? Who's been playing well, uh, especially out of the new guys? Who do we like? Still a big uh, Thomas Tatar fan. The sauce. The sauce. No, the dip. The dip. Sorry, the dip. The dip. <laughs> the dip makes me hey, sound kind of dumb. The sauce. Well, there's Sauce Gardner in the NFL, <laughs> so that's we can't. Yeah, okay. The dip. The right. dip. The dip. Right. The dip. Well, that was the original. Yeah. Coin. We yeah. get either we dip, way. We dip. The sauce or the dip. Uh, when you, when Yamamoto, I think he should be back in the next ten, either today or the next game. I, I really like uh, his play. Um, even coming off of, of stuff like the Winter Classic. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean. you got to give a shout-out to Riker, man. Dude stepped in, played a ton of minutes. Mm -hmm. Larson went off. I mean, he, was, he wasn't hurt. He was sick or whatever. But, like, we only had, like, five defenders suiting up, whatever. Yeah. Riker Evans stepped up and did a great job. So I'll give him a shout. Well, you gotta, you got to stop on him because he's a name that a lot of people have wanted to see up here for a while. And so – is he staying? That's the thing. I don't. I don't mean on the team. I just mean 
you know, Ryan, these young guys, sometimes they can come up and go down and come up and go down. But Riker Evans is someone that people have wanted to see getting called up for quite some time, and he's making the most of it. I don't see him going back down anytime soon. He'll he'll hover while we still have these guys that are out, and that's a good thing. I mean, okay. let's get him the the looks that he needs and get him some of that confidence and 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 keep growing. I mean, all he's got to do is start contributing, get get a goal, get yeah. a couple assists, and and you're you're earning your roster spot. And if it's not for the rest of this year, I mean, let's let's look to the future and, and solidify that for next year. Okay, who else who else do we like right now? Who do you like? Let's go. Let's start with that. Me? Yeah. Ooh. Well, okay. Well, you start talking about who I like. It actually starts making me think of who's going to be leaving and what we're going to be doing in my favorite subject that I always bring up <laughs> on this show, which is just what are they going to do? Legal. Well, because I like I, you know, I see. What's weird is I don't know if I'm a savvy enough viewer yet, to be honest. Which okay. is why I sort of hesitate to answer because. To me, like when the team's going well, hockey so far just seems like such a team thing, especially. I mean, look at what we've been talking about this entire time. It's hard for me to point to like one person because it's not like a sport like basketball where, you know, Steph Curry gets 37 points every game and right. you're like, he's clearly the guy. I mean, or it can be with a guy like um, uh, Connor in. Um, you know, the Oilers guy, McDavid, McDavid, right? Like, obviously, like, okay, there you go. But since the Kraken don't yeah. really have that, it, 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 that's why I'm kind of asking you guys who's your yeah. guy. Because to me, it's just like you turn on the game, it's like one night it's Yanni, the next night it's yep. the dip, the next night, you know. And like like you said, shout out to Riker for stepping up. But, you know, he's not like the guy, the guy yet, sure. you know. I just, I, I that's what I, I, you guys know me. I love superstars, man. I love my personalities. Yeah. And I think for me, I'm just looking for, we still just haven't seen who that guy is going to be. You know, even with all the positive stuff they're doing, even with the way the team's moving in this right direction. It, I mean, Joey Decord, okay, fine, but he's a tender with a big mask on and they, we need sure. the guy. Right. And I, just, I still am just trying to figure out as I watch if that guy is on the team or if that's going to have to come from somewhere else, and then who do we lose? And then that's why I start thinking about it. It's funny. Like I know I didn't answer your question, no, but we, that's how I feel. We do need the guy, right? You're right. We do need the guy. But when you're watching a hockey game mm-hmm. and you don't notice that guy, and we are winning, and we have people yeah. scoring goals, that is the beauty of it. It's it, cracking it, hockey, you, baby. <laughs> you shouldn't have to single out one person. Every, everybody should be playing at that same high-intensity, high-level and you should just watch the game and watch the flow of it and not necessarily always be looking for that one guy to make the play. That's something that we're actually doing That's right. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. I just think if, if I think your pro sports franchise, you need the face of the franchise. Sure. You do. And right now, the face of the franchise is still the logo and the jerseys. Especially around here. We love our, our personalities. Well, I think it just... it. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's hard because it's like you just want championships, you want wins, you know. But the, the, the good teams out there, I mean, you know, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. Yep. You know, they sell off the whole rest of the team, but there's their face of the franchise, and he's the one to go through all the ups and downs and be there. And look at, you know, they're in the playoffs, and I guess Travis Kelsey too, but the, that tandem. You know, like you have to have your guy. And I want it Let to be one of the guys who's on the team. It just doesn't seem like... I guess what I'm saying is, like, is this Kraken hockey, baby? Like, is this just the team forever? Like, they're just going to be a team of a bunch of guys? You know what I mean? 
Well, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you both. Let me ask you both this because it's to your point, and even Ryan kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Maybe that guy is on the team. But okay. here's where I don't know, as 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 a newer hockey fan and whatnot, and you're talking about the face of the franchise and superstars and whatever. Our highest paid player, Brian, you just shouted him out, the Dundertaker, as they're calling him now, <laughs> who just threw the gloves off, went after Cylinder or whatever the hell his name is, whatever, because he went after our young star in, in Veneers. But like he's our highest paid player. Yeah. He's our points leader with 35 points. Can you have a face of the franchise beyond defense? I mean, he's our leading yes, point scorer. He's yeah, not our leading yeah. scorer. I think you can. But can he be that guy? Do you think Dunn right now, can he be that guy? I, you know what's weird? Can I I love Dunn, but can I point something out? I mean, he could be sure. the baby face of the franchise. Man, <laughs> has there ever been a tougher guy who just looks like a little kid? Or I'm, am I just oh. getting old? I, I mean, Does he have good hair? Are you jealous of his hair? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, when I think of my big, tough defenseman, I, I picture a guy like Alexiak, you know what I mean? But then but then it's like the, the camera points to Dunn, and I'm like, oh, he's so sweet looking. <laughs> but he's a beast back there. <laughs> he's I'm sweet, but psycho. I'm just saying, he's got a, he's got a, kind of a baby face. But he's, I mean, he is tough. He's tough as nails. I think he's totally a face of the franchise guy. And I think in a city like Seattle, that guy can be on defense no problem. Why not? We love defense. Yep. There, there's been captains that are de- defense. Uh, Brendan Witt, who played for the Thunderbirds, ended up playing for the Washington Capitals. Well, Giordano is a, a, a defensive uh, captain. Our first uh, ever. Uh, uh, absolutely. Chris, right. your only captain <laughs> and your favorite Kraken player was a defenseman. <laughs> Come on. Don't bring him up. <laughs> Oh, especially after the whole quaff conversation, you guys both have hair and quaffing to the left, and then you're gonna bring Gino and I into this. Gino, Gino, it's ketchup. I need a second, and he loves ketchup. He loves, he ketchup. loves ketchup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Actually, how could I forget about my love? I don't know. Can I tell you? I don't know if the guy on this team necessarily has to be the captain, though, either. You know, like sometimes that's true, but you can be the scoring, the point scorer, the playmaker, the whatever. And I don't think you necessarily have to be the captain. I think your captain can be like a defensive minded, nose to the grindstone, tough guy who is also your leader, but maybe not the guy. I mean, Dunn does score a lot of goals, but, or, you know, for a defenseman, but it doesn't need to be that, uh, you know, offensive. I I was just using that as an example. Like, like, yes. uh, you don't have to be the captain and someone like Dunn who can score goals. So he is on the scoreboard more. Yeah. He is, you know, um, he does get mentioned more than any other defenseman. True. He goes in, throws a fight. People love that. I mean, he's going to get the bench rowdy if it's going to be through, through, a, through a fight, a big hit, uh, you know, a key goal. He's, he's one of those guys that can rally the team and in turn will rally the fans and, and that kind of stuff. Again, are we looking for the personality? Are we looking for the Jay Buhner buzz cut night, or are we looking for somebody that is actually contributing to the team? And and you know, again, Seattle sports fans, we want that guy, the um, the Marshawn Lynches of the world, and that kind of thing. I I think we just need some players that step up and do it. You know, look at the scoreboard, pal. That's that's the kind of attitude I like to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Interesting. The Marshawn Lynch thing got me thinking, but yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree with you. I don't. Yep. Uh, nothing else, counselor. I agree. Where's my? Wow. There it is. Yeah. Um, I love any time Yanni Gord scores a goal. Also, and I, you know, it's funny because you just like that that gift that you put every time. <laughs> well, I do, but also, it's you know, I I think Gord gets overlooked for some reason, but if you ask me right now. 
and I'm not in I'm not in the locker room, obviously, so I don't see them interacting in that way behind the scenes. But just a lot of times when watching a Kraken game, if you ask me to name who I think the, my knee-jerk reaction, Yuri, who's the captain in the moment, I think a lot of times it's Yanni Gord, just by the way that he plays. Sure. On the ice, I mean, like that sort of never give up, leading by example. I don't, I don't know if he does it every game, but just every once in a while, I go, I, I think that's the guy. I think you got to look at like uh, Ali Tolvanen, mm-hmm. one of those guys that it kind of does it without um, being flashy. This is a, actually a good exercise. We should watch the next game and try to try to find what's that one guy that's standing out. Okay. Right. I'm. I'm gonna instead of just watching it from an objective point of view, I'm gonna try to find that one guy. Every shift, am I seeing the same guy over and over again making those plays? Yeah. Um. This is a definitely interesting uh, experiment. That's what I mean with Yanni, though. I, I. That's what I think. I think every time I watch, whether they're winning or they're losing or they're in a losing streak or on a winning streak, I think he's always just sort of playing the, the same way yeah. and with the same like sort of tenacity that then inspires the rest of them. Mm-hmm. How many times have they been down and he'll be the one to sort of get the turnover, make the pass even, or score the goal himself. But then that kind of like spins it back around. And, and his, his, his passion is like undeniable for the game, obviously. I mean, I know they all are. But you so know. Ryan, you called out Dunn. Brett, you called out Gord. Uh-huh. Chris, do you have a person? Well, I co-signed Dunn. <laughs> But if I'm if I'm yeah. if I'm choosing if I'm choosing here for for a trifecta if we're I guess it depends on if the question is just who's that guy right now that's sort of leading us yeah um you know I I, I I'm gonna go with uh, our our only all star nod here with Bjorkstrand you know what I'm saying he's oh, our second yeah. leading scorer uh, all star on the team now like you know he's he's a two way player that. Uh, has just had a really great season. I think I think he's on track if if he continues it to to break all his personal records and whatnot. So um, with with his play, I'm gonna say Bjorkstrand. But like I agree with you, Brett, just on the, on the sense of like Gord's been there, done that. He's a champion. Like every night he brings. It doesn't matter if it's ugly. Does it's, his passion and his effort are there? Yeah. But just from a statistic, statistical standpoint, and just bringing it in that way, uh, I'll I'll go Bjorkstrand. I like that answer. I also uh, did. You guys see the video of them telling him he's going to the All Star game? Um, I didn't. It's so it's it's like him and Hacksaw and then someone else, and they're sitting at the they're sitting at a table. They call him into the office, you know, and the Kraken put it out there, and it's a heartwarming video, you know. They tell him, and he's excited, and they kind of try to make it a surprise. But it's almost like the video the Mariners put out with Julio, where they when they told him he was going to the show. When service told them, but can I shot by shot? It's kind of the same with the yeah. It's kind of it's very similar. Can I say something? All these managers, they're not actors, and (laughs) I got to say something to these teams and and the social departments (laughs) and all the media people. You guys, stop putting these videos. You guys think these videos are so cute, and I got to tell you, as Washington as an actor, they're painful. These coaches, you got to get to the surprise sooner. You got to be more. (laughs) You got, you got to, the, the way that Katie, they, Katie, like here, I'll read it here. Katie, you be Bjorkstrand. Okay. I'll be Hackstall. And also we got a real insight into Hackstall's personality in this video. And man, the fun must be coming from the players. Cause whoa boy. Wait, he, is this our first, <laughs> our, first RTS reenactment? Yeah, we're doing, are we doing a scene right now? Here, I'll be, I'll be Hackstall. Here ready? Here, Katie, you're the player. Ready? Like. Oh, hey there. Uh, hey, come on in. Uh, sit down. Uh, I got something to talk to you about. Oh, hey, coach. Is everything okay? Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> so uh, 
Did did you have uh <laughs> did you uh did you have plans for the All Star break there? Oh, you know, I'd just probably go <laughs> shovel some snow. Uh, oh, well uh well um Sh- sharpen up my we, skates. We were thinking here that maybe you uh you could uh well, if you could actually exchange those plane tickets for where you were going to go in cuz there could be another location that you could maybe go to over the I don't know if I mentioned, but it's also the All Star Break, and actually, um, we've uh, you could maybe go to Toronto, eh? Because uh, well, because that's where the All Star Game is. So do you get it? Uh, you're an All Star. <laughs> that's like how it's like. Wow. It was like, bro, get to it. Like, just wow. Hurry that up. was painful. Like, <laughs> bro, that was exactly what that, that was video painful. was. That was a shot for shot reenactment. <laughs> Ryan, I'm telling you, go watch that video. I nailed it. It is painful. Dude, I- Cancel oh. Airbnb. Man, I yeah, he's exactly. He's like, oh, well, you mean I have to change your plans then? Because maybe there's a thing going on. <laughs> you two are gonna have to do this more often. That was and great. scene. <laughs> oh man, uh, oh man, just the coaches, coaches. Just call them in. Go, hey, how you doing? You got plans for the All Star break? And when the guy goes, well, yeah, I was thinking of taking the family to Mexico. You go, nah, man, you're an All Star. Just there you go. And then we Damn. get the reaction, yeah. right, Ryan? I've been I've, I've been sat down at offices. Go, hey, you're cut. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> no story, no nothing, no I, no sugarcoating it. No, I'm telling you, I no sweet nothings dude, in my ear. I promise, and I I know you know, like the, the the conversation of getting cut has to be so much faster than the good news conversation. And why is the good news conversation almost more painful for me to watch so, as a viewer? So for uh, for three games, I, I I sort of followed the TNT crew around when they're doing the reality show. Yeah. And the second you put a mic pack on a coach or somebody like that, all of a sudden they start tripping over their words. They don't know what to say. They're a little bit more. Hey, let's go, boy. Like stuff they wouldn't normally do, and and had to kind of recreate that scene once. So you know it's still a reality show. And then he's like, "Am I still mic'd up?" He's like, "Yeah. Can you do that again? We missed a shot." And they have to do it over. And now they're actually acting. <laughs> Cameras change, people. They add 10 pounds, too. <laughs> Was that my problem? Oh. Change oh, physically well, and emotionally. I don't know. There's like a, a, I don't know if you know, but there's a game in Toronto. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> it's like, dude, just... <laughs> painful. Hey, Brett. Watch the service one with Julio. What if they said... It's bad, too. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. What if they said that... Or, or, or would you be open to being brought on? Oh yeah, you know, sort of as team acting coach, yes. you know, be a part of the advertising team or the marketing team. Yes. You just you just great. teach them all. You you direct the scenes. You set them up they, for success. They have media training, so why not? Dude, absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh, me media training a bunch of uh, farm boy Canadian hockey players. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I'll have them all dyeing their hair and clubbing in no time. Super. You, you want me to make superstars, Chris? I will make. Again with the hairs. I will make superstars. You could get a monopoly. You could do it for the Hawks. You could do it for the Mariners. You could do it for every Seattle sports team and just be the go-to acting coach for all of them so they could do these scenes well. The Mariners don't need any help acting. acting They're acting. doing just fine. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing just fine. They're pretending. Doing just, uh, acting like a baseball team? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, I'll be their image and acting coach. I like it. Yeah, Management is acting like they care about the fans. <laughs> Uh, good news though for him. That, that's you know, congrats, all star on the all star nod. That's cool, very very cool. Yes, sir. Uh, for us, <laughs> that's it. Sometimes I like to just pause. 
Uh, shout out to EpicSeats.com, you guys. If you need seats, if you're looking for Kraken seats, or maybe you have Kraken seats, and then you know your babysitter canceled, and you realize you can't make it to the game, sell your seats with our friends at EpicSeats.com and mention it's us that sent you there, and they'll hook you up with promo codes and discounts and all sorts of stuff. Uh, but for now, that's it for us, Chris. Yeah. Hey, go Kraken. Oh, like that's it. that's it. Uh, he My bad. Something. Brian's not saying anything. Okay. Producer Cage not saying anything. Brett's not okay. Well, cute, hey. pal. <laughs> Whatever. Let me let me have my moment. See ya. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.